We're here. We're back. Talking Seaweed Podcast. Interview with Joe Dalton. The Joe Dalton. <laughs> I have this card around here somewhere. JoeDalton.com. JoeDalton.com. So, Joe, um, you're a professional consultant with what school? New England Grassroots Institute. So, what does that mean? So, like, what, what exactly does that entail, being a, a consultant for the cannabis industry? Great question. So, consultant, this, they're coming. They're all coming. <laughs> they're coming fast. They're coming fast. Man, the phones are really ringing. The emails are coming in. As, you know, you've got recreational coming now in Massachusetts this summer. It'll hit. And this thing is really going to light up because all of a sudden you're going to have more consumers. You know, you're going to have younger consumers coming into the market. You're going to have companies looking to get in it and they need to be able to grow it in that state. So they need to be able to set up. So if someone's coming to us saying, we want to set up a dispensary, we want to do retail, we want to do social. There's so many things here in Massachusetts that are going to be different than some of the other states. You know, imagine uh, one of the things they talked about at the commission was having a yoga studio. Imagine having a yoga studio and being able to partake in the herbs, get in the right mindset and they got them in Colorado yeah yeah do them like that and so it's gonna be bring your own there's no lie there's less liability on the proprietor and uh, I think that's gonna be huge too imagine you know it's legal here in our state but where do you go right so to be a consultant you know we can consult let's say uh, someone comes to us and says, you know I really want to pursue a career in the industry how do I do it well why don't we start you out by going through our amazing eight-week course that eight-week course will bring you back into history. It'll teach you everything. You know, where did the plant, who used it? 5,000 years ago in the Ming Dynasty, they used it. You know, the queens used it. What did they use it. it for? They used it for medicinal purposes, for healing the body. Did they smoke it? Did they apply they, it? They did, did they, everything. They did everything. They did lots of things with it. And there's some information when you go back there and you go, you just, really? And then you move forward in time and you try to figure out, well, why did that plant become the evil thing? all of a sudden it was a business move very powerful business people made a decision that hemp was going to compete with their synthetics oil right oil and is number one paper paper you know because uh, if you look at paper was big business it was a huge business mm -hmm. two things internet. one is it can paper is the stuff for everybody on the internet this is the stuff that they used to print books on before ebooks <laughs> Yeah, what book? What, Daddy, what's books? <laughs> it's like, what's a payphone? It always reminds me of that Rage Against the Machine lyric where he's like, uh, they don't got to burn the books, they just remove them. Because yeah. all of our books are becoming streamed. Digital. So if it's not offered, yeah. you're not getting it. Right. Well, you know, <laughs> books are the same thing as newspapers. It's how you can control a narrative by your view and what you put in words. And words control, I've always said that. If you put an S in front of a word, you have sword. Swords can either defend you or they can hurt you. Right. Know the words. And but the pen is mightier. Than the sword. Than the sword. Much mightier. Well, that's why they got the same uh, same stories, different headlines in different areas, you know? Yep. It's all yeah. targeted. Yeah, it's about, it's about, you know, control. And that's what happened back in history. So we'll, we'll go back to that point when they, it was purely a business move financial so they could control it because hemp you let's talk about hemp hemp actually here in boston where we park our cars when we have lobster right right 
There's a, a <laughs> ship out there called the Constitution. Did you know it has 60 tons of hemp on it now? It actually has a hemp museum in it. Mm-hmm. All the sails are made from hemp. The rope was made from hemp. So hemp, in its pure sense, you <clears throat> make newspaper, paper, any type of paper. Constitution was printed on hemp paper, wasn't it? Excuse me? The Constitution? Our, yes, our Constitution is on hemp paper. Right? Wasn't George Washington like a huge he grew it. lead guy? He was a big sativa All, guy. Yeah, they grew, they grew <laughs> hemp. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't there. I didn't burn with them, but uh, they all grew hemp on their farms and it was actually mandated that they had to grow hemp because that was part of the economy. Newspaper, you can make clothes from it. The clothes last 10 times longer than our clothes. Jeans that you have today don't last that long. Theirs did, they used them out in the farms. It had to be very durable. You can build with it. You can make uh, hempcrete with it. So anything you can make with petrochemical, you can make with the hemp plant. Wait, you can make hempcrete? You can make concrete. But with hemp. With hemp, correct. And it's solid. Yes. And it's, it's stronger st- it's stronger than concrete, it's lighter than concrete, and it is less expensive. Oh, is that mic falling down? If man. that was so if that mic was made of hemp this, ha- this happens. If that mic was made of hemp, it check, wouldn't have check, done that. Sound check. One, two, three. Checking one, two, one, two. All right. We're back in business, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so back to the hemp, right? So the hemp was something that you could grow in your backyard, you could grow on your farm. Uh, it cleans the soil, it cleans the air because it takes in carbon dioxide. How does it clean it lets the soil? Out oxygen. How does it clean the soil? Because uh, hemp and cannabis, they're called bioaccumulating plants. Okay. That means they accumulate from the soil. They pull up with, from their roots, they pull and leach up heavy metals and toxins from the soil. As a matter of fact, Chernobyl, which was a nuclear accident in Russia, they have floating barges now on the water with uh, hemp plants growing like hydroponically with their roots going down into the water and they leach up the cesium. Then they encapsulate and then they incinerate those those plants properly. That's how they're cleaning the, the water over there with the pollution from the wow. nuclear waste. No wonder they don't want it to be legal to lose all their money. Yeah, exactly. And they lose everything. They lose everything. <laughs> they lose everything. That's rough. Uh, diesel fuel, you can replace that with the oils from hemp, from the seed. That oil can be used just like a diesel fuel. You could use it to heat your home if you have oil heat. That's <clears throat> incredible. Is that is that a possibility though? Could we? Is there enough? Is there? Can you get enough hemp seed where you could run all the diesel trucks that we have, like just in America? Great question. Well, if you look at what the government does now to subsidize the corn industry to make ethanol, they make ethanol. They get subsidized. The farmers get paid more to make that corn for ethanol than they do to feed the world. That's, yeah, that's, that's, so it sounds like something government would do. It's not that efficient because the same acre of uh, land that you grew an acre of corn, you could get 10 times the production volume with hemp from that same acre. And it's going to clean the soil and it's going to clean the air. Because remember, the plant takes in carbon dioxide, lets out oxygen. We breathe oxygen. We exhale carbon dioxide. So there's a symbiotic relationship with the plant. Our forefathers knew that, and the ancients all knew that as well. Do you think that could be part of the reason why the carbon levels are going up? Because the hemp is being cut down? Well, no. Yeah, in a sense. It's not the hemp being cut down. It's the forests, deforestation. If you look at the Amazon, that they're wiping out the Amazon. So does it work the same way with a tree as it would with like yeah. hemp? Well, the tree is the same thing. It's a plant that takes in carbon dioxide as its fuel and lets out oxygen. But if we're cutting down the trees for newspapers, 
in books and other paper products making copy copy machine paper. Yeah. Just think about that. I mean, You're how cutting am I down. supposed to begin a picture of my ass? <laughs> yeah. That would that'd be digital anyways, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, we're well past those days, huh? <laughs> so if you look at uh, what you can do with hemp, because hemp you can grow, you know, two inches apart, and it, it, based right. on the strain, and it grows faster too. Yeah, a lot of that. cellulose in it, and so there's so many things. And hemp is what's going to change the world economy. Fair enough. A lot of foreign countries are really doing a lot with hemp right now. Canada is growing hemp. <clears throat> Kentucky, can, uh, they grow hemp, right? They can grow hemp. And, and under certain uh, projects, you can grow hemp. Uh, you have to have uh, licensing. To is hemp so. legal in Massachusetts? You can grow, uh, well, hemp is cannabis. It's a different strain of cannabis. So, so technically, so I could. Technically, you could. You can't grow large volumes of it, though. You can only grow the, the limit, the, the legal limit. So you would grow six plants. 5,000 plants, I think, is the legal limit. Right? No. <laughs> this not today. <laughs> not today, son. Um, so how much, like, if I, okay, so if I wanted to grow, what was the legal limit? Like six plants, eight plants? Yeah, here in Massachusetts, it's six plants. Unless you live in a household of, of more than two people or two people, oh, okay. you can have a maximum of 12. Oh, okay. That's the so, current reg. So if I wanted to, if I wanted, if I put like 12 hemp plants in my, you know, outside of my house, what would that do? Well, like how would that improve? <clears throat> Before you just go put them outside your house, you want to go to, and I'm not a lawyer, so I don't give legal advice. Oh, so no, no, you no. Walk, we're, we're, no okay, legal so advice we're here. assuming that nothing we're doing is, we're just talking about like the effects of plants. Yeah. We're talking about chemistry. Yeah. Don't fucking call us with your nonsense. We're not committing crimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No crimes. <laughs> that's, that's our, just, that's the no. talking seaweed disclaimer. Go fuck yourself. We're not committing crimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no crimes. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want to have anybody say, hey, what he said. No. Yeah, no. Joe Dalton didn't say this. I didn't say it. Joe Dalton didn't say shit. (laughs) (laughs) But we got you on recording. No, anyways, uh, you just always take... Check with your state laws. You can go right online. Make sure you follow those and being compliant. But All right. So if sense, I lived in, I live on an island and I run this island and I'm the king of my island. We yeah. don't live under American law. We don't live under any other law. On my island, I encourage hemp, but only 10, you only get to have, would you say 12? So you only get to have 12 plants at each house because it's too good. I got a question. If we're living on his island, right? Are we paying tax to the king? No, he doesn't like taxes. No taxes. Okay. Mm. Are we are we subservient to the king? No. There's, there's so no we can rules. just squat on his land if and take over. If I'm the over? king, let me tell you like this. Well, then I want a piece of your land. Then well, I have guns too. <laughs> yeah, you don't get to say. So there is there is a fee to pay. No, 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 no. There's no. There's a line. You, you can have stuff. your land. Like you ever heard that song? This land is my land. This land is your land. And you stay over there, and I'll yeah, stay over here. Yeah, just stay away from my land. Yeah. And you can do whatever you want. Sure. On my land, that's it. So if we're growing, if we're growing hemp on my island, like how much of it would it actually take to make a difference on, like, let's just say an acre of property? Because you said it would it would help with the the toxins in the soil, it would yeah. help with um, the air quality and stuff like that. Yeah. So let's just say I had you know a small you know a small garden. Well, your your garden twenty would, by ten. Your garden. garden wouldn't affect that that equation. No, but imagine really. imagine five million people just like you doing the With same a little thing. Bit. If we With all a had little a little bit, bit in their backyard, imagine what that would do. Imagine if it's now the farmers are going back to work because hemp can make it. You can make clothing, food, fuel, fiber, building materials. You'd put the farm community back. It's funny you say back to work because a lot of people don't realize that a lot of farmers are being paid not to farm. Correct. 
like they're being subsidized not to farm yeah. to make sure that we can. I don't know what the real idea. Well, it's real simple. Think they about the money. To farm. Follow the money. <laughs> if you follow the money, you can get the truth. Well, yeah, sure. The truth is, Always. is we want to be able to have our friends over over here and over here be able to sell those products. Yeah. To us. Exactly. So I can't have my people making all that stuff here. Fair enough. Right. Well, you see, that's changing. But I don't want to get down the political path because I don't. That's oh, not no, no, me. No, 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 it's not politics. Oh, that's okay, uh, good. That's just. I don't even know what we're talking about. We're talking about <laughs> cannabis, hemp, and the benefits yeah, hemp. of we're it. We're talking about you know, what can it do for and me? And it can help people. Okay. Yeah, it helps people in all sorts of ways. So, so the school will teach you those things, the history, you know, and you want to learn how to grow it. So you want to grow your own. You know, you want to collapse your learning curve. We can teach you that. What to look for, what to do, how to get started. And we're to look for the information. Then we can teach you now that you've grown it, you know, like, as a matter of fact, here's some uh, some goodies. As a matter of fact, remember our last episode we talked about the sea vault? Yep. It's mm-hmm. kind of like my humidor. Well, you know how it is. You, you grow your stuff. You get your goodie. Yep. And you want your goodie to stay goodie, right? So we want to put it into this little, uh, this device. Has a, It's a humidor. Here it is. It's a moisture pack, this particular company. This one is a 62%. Uh, relative humidity you can go multiple different humidity uh, settings I like the 58 to 62 so what it does those packs will actually put moisture into your cannabis or your herbs what and take moisture, moisture out it's inside it's in a gel what's so, in the gel I don't know what it is I haven't taken it apart but if you want to we is can it cut organic? it open. oh yeah it's a, but it doesn't it doesn't let out any non-organic into my herbs so it stays contained in that package uh, and what it does is it puts, keeps the moisture level correct in the herb. So it preserves and helps like the herb. Excellent. You know, keeps the, I can keep my pre-rolls in here. So uh, yeah. That's actually a low kush. So it's not a Christmas tree. Uh, well, it could be. If we, we could probably <laughs> it has it. Let's the pi- What is it? What was it? The pineal? What was it? Pine cone gland? Pine cone gland? No, 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 no. We were, we're talking time. about the, the terpenes. Oh, the terpenes. The last time you were Pining. here. Pinene. Pinene, that's what it was. We were talking <laughs> pineal gland earlier. That's why I was like, oh, is okay. it named after that? Yeah. So, again, you use this and you preserve it. Uh, great little device. Yeah, I mean, you can do mason jars with those packs. You can put them in there, too. I yeah. have those as well. Um, but I like to, you know, when I take out my goodie, I want it to still be goodie. Yeah. And right have, have a nice experience. Um so back to the plant and and other things. Like here's another product. This is a, a topical. This is a salve. This is actual salve that's made with the root of the plant. You know, a lot of you growers that are seeing this, you probably don't realize that you're throwing out your roots. I used to throw out my roots. I cut the plant, cure it, take care of my goody herbs and all that, not knowing that I was throwing out one of the most valuable parts as well because it's valuable from the roots to the top, every part of it. The stems, the the, the uh... short technical difficulties. We're back. Um, where were we, guys? We were talking about how awesome we. We were talking about this stuff, and uh, the roots of the plant, and the healing benefits of the sacred plant called hemp, cannabis, sativa, indica. There's all sorts of names. Ultimately, it's under the hemp plant, and then the strains are based on the cultivation and where they come from the earth different parts of the globe but uh yeah when you move up from the the topicals then you want to learn how to grow it that's what we teach because there's a lot of people that are looking at us going hey yeah i can grow it and 
I have temp- uh, that's how I started out 30 plus years ago. I had some seeds from a really nice bag of herb and I had a couple of seeds and next thing you know, we're growing in a little pot in the back shed. And from there, you had to figure it out on your own. There was no one you could turn to because it was under prohibition. You had to just figure it out and you make a lot of mistakes. So what we're gonna show you is how to do it in a very short fashion of learning, how to do it correctly, how to grow clean cannabis. Because a lot of people now are looking at cannabis as their the stigma is going away and more and more people start to realize there's healing benefits from this plant. Right. And they're trying to figure out, okay, what works for them and what ailments they have. I mean, like like the shirt says, cannabis oil kills cancer. I have more people come up to me and say, Well, how? Well, it's gonna take me a little bit to explain it, but in, in, in a basic fashion I'll explain it, but in our class we go into real in-depth details. What most people don't realize is they have a cannabinoid system in their own body. It's called endo or internal endocannabinoid right. system. Right. <clears throat> so your your cells have receptors on them. Raphael Mashulam discovered that these uh, receptors, there's two types I identified, CB1 receptors are in your brain and in your brain stem and spinal cord. And that's why if you're an opiate person that's dependent on opiates and you take too many, it shuts down your respiratory system because it can affect your spinal cord and your respiratory system. And you stop breathing. That's what happens. Uh, the cannabis plant smell that and up. the compounds from the plant, the What's cannabinoids, smell it. it's cheese. They don't affect any of that. They don't affect your breathing. That's why there's no recorded deaths from cannabis in history. Right. No one's ever died from it. So the receptors are CB1s in your A brain. A woman actually screamed for death. I don't know if you know. <laughs> we were reading an article. A woman cried out for death because... She, she was smoking weed and it, it gave her violent vomiting fits. Something. But I they think didn't, something's but wrong And, and everybody body. thought she was an alcoholic, but she wasn't. This she was the was, most fucked up article we ever read. It just didn't make any sense. And we're like, this sounds like a load of shit to me. There you go. <laughs> it, so, so, it sounded like it was written by like the anti-cannabis... Uh, you, you think they would actually do that? No, of course oh, they, they do, but it was just oh, hilarious yeah, that like you don't it, think they'd lie to us. No, no, no. Cried out for We're death. The people, no, people that want stuff don't lie. Obviously. <laughs> uh, are we running out of space on your computer? No, we're not. All right, good. I just want to make sure we can catch this segment because we're going to yeah. talk about some really cool stuff. Yeah, so let's get into it. Let's um. What are we talking about next? We, we, so that's pretty much what you do as a consultant over there? Well, there's lots of things that we do. Uh, we wear many hats right. because what's coming at us very fast is people want to learn more about it. They want to pursue a career in the industry. There's How does that work? Let's go into that a little bit. All right. So pursuing a career in the industry. So if cannabis, like any other industry, is going to need people to run it, you're going to need people to grow it. You're going to need people to set up the business run the business, you're gonna need people to process, you're gonna to need to buy soils and amendments and nutrients and water and equipment and all of those are ancillary business, lighting, CO2, you're gonna need humidification, right. so there's a lot of jobs, yeah. A lot of jobs. Trimmers that sit right. and trim the herbs, uh, those that deliver it. Now yeah, retail service. stores, managers, so people, all this industry evolving in front of your eyes worldwide. Right. And this is the early stages. It's like, you know, if you're a surfer, there's the wave starts to build, you know. Right. And we're down here and the swell is just starting. Right. So how does the school 
what leads will the school give me to get in the industry that I wouldn't have not, you know, having not gone to school. If I had the same knowledge that I did, you know, if, if we talked every day and I sure. soaked up all the knowledge like from if you, I go to Joe, but I didn't have a, every single day. What's the difference? That, Here's the right? difference. No, kind of. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Go ahead. Or did I just create a conflict of interest? No, it's okay. No, no, go no, ahead. I think so, I did. No, no, no. It's, it's all good. Um, so let's, let's say that um, I'm sitting in a waiting room to get interviewed for a job at a, a large grow or dispensary. A and you're sitting there too. And you've been through their course and you've learned all of the backstory. You have a better understanding. You, you've got stimulated to go and do a little more research on your own. You're online. Absolutely. You're reading articles. Yeah, I understand all that. And you've yeah. done all that. Now I'm sitting there and I've just... I just need a job, and I don't have any experience in right. it. Right. It's like any other job, of course. Like any other job. Considered. Probably you over right. me, right? If you go to school for something, you're going to get yeah. a job before someone who didn't, most likely, for sure. I meant, do they have connections with dispensaries where they, you know, is it... Because obviously when you go to college, too, you know, you you they hook you up with internships. They hook you up with all sorts of things. Um, not everybody. No, of course not. They but don't hook up everybody. That Some some do get hooked up and some don't. You, Those my shine. point is the connections are there from the school. You know what yeah. I mean? Like if you want to do the right... Like so someone goes to the school, now they want a job. Does the school help them from there? Or do they just have to, you know, go, you got a certificate now, go out and good luck. Yeah, like if I want to run the CIA... I I'm just curious Yale. because... I'm sure that's probably the hardest part, knowing like who do I contact where it's such in its infancy. You know what I mean? Since we started in 2012, uh, so we're the first in the longest and actually currently the only uh, resource in the state of Massachusetts. There'll be others, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. um, and that's great because we're going to teach as many people as we can. So to answer your question, what happens is we become a force in the industry. We're recognized. We, are, we were here in the beginning. Right. We started it. We were the ones that actually Mike and Melissa Fitzgerald, the, the co-founders of New England Grassroots Institute, came out and just said, we're pressing forward. Where other people, even like myself, we were just like, mm, I don't want to be out in public. Yeah. They had the guts to stand out and say, enough is enough. We're going to get this information out. It's information and knowledge. It's personal enrichment. <laughs> Some nice tasties. And so they had the foresight to do that, and right. things are changing right in front of our eyes. And now what happens is, is now the players that are coming into the market, the investors, they're approaching us to help them get set up with their dispensaries and in, in their grow operations. They're coming to us because we're the experts. Okay. Now what happens is you're in our class, you shine, you're a top-performing student. And now what happens is, is we like... Somebody approaches us, we need a grower, we need support growers, we need trimmers, who do you know? Right. And we're gonna be, well, I, we've got a, ha a handful of candidates that have gone through our course that we think would be exceptional for you. So yeah, we, we've helped place many people in dispensaries, because right now it's medical dispensaries. Yeah, we've yeah. placed a lot of our students. A lot of our students have left up and started their own businesses. They got the spark and the information. They start a business like there's lots of people doing these topicals and ointments and salves and tinctures. Uh, they're using the roots of the plant. So, yeah, to answer your question, we're not going to place every student. Of course. It's just like a college. They don't right. place every student. The ones that really stand out, the ones that push we'll get hard, the, recommendations. the ones that do the homework. You know, you leave our class, you've got to do your own homework. Right. We're going to give you the resources. We're going to give you the direction. We're going to give you the support. As a matter of fact, 
anybody that might be hearing this, if you hear this before January 19th of 2018, we're actually having a launch party for our foundation, New England Grassroots Foundation. We're setting that up as a patient support structure because a lot of people that have illnesses, cancer, I mean, think about who do you know? Who is in your family that passed or has it? We all get touched. As a matter of fact, it's about approaching 40% of the population has been estimated that will have cancer. That's insane. That's huge. Really, yeah. So we're that foundation, we're having a party on the 19th. That's what I was going to get to uh, at the, the Alex and Randolph. So I know there's people that are going to hear this. They're like, what? Where's right. Randolph? So for our local guys, you guys are welcome to come if you like. Invite your friends. It's going to be a great time. That's when you get to meet our community, the people that so come together. you get together. to meet Raw the Rapper. Yeah. <laughs> when we bring Raw the Rapper by. Bring him in. <laughs> bring Raw the Rapper if we can bring him. He's, he's amazing. Hopefully he's available. He's kind of busy for us. Rob the Rapper? Ra- Is <laughs> he half in the rapper? No, no. It's no. Raw. Raw the Rapper. Raw the Rapper. What do lions do? Oh, Raw. 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 <laughs> Yo, Raw. Hey, the Raw. Raw. Raw the Sun God. <laughs> I'm dead. Let's rap. The Raw. All right. Anyway, um, so yeah, we're having a cool party. Yeah, so we'll be there. Well, yeah. we will be there. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, so the foundation is going to be there as a support system and help. But, uh, you know, so we're at all the major events. You can see us come meet our boots. And all of our uh, alumnists, we run the boots. We're volunteers. We go there. We want to spread the message. So did you go? Did you take the course? I did, yeah. So the backstory for me is about seven years ago, I lost my father to cancer it was a very aggressive cancer I mean it came on fast and he passed and but he went through severe agony and I'm one of nine children so we were all there when he passed we were fortunate and blessed to be at his side when he had his last breath and then to watch that guy your hero go through that and me being his genetic code because if you saw a picture of him you would say you look just like your father yeah that means I'm built just like my father, my genetic mm. code. So I'm looking at it and I'm going, I want to fix this. Now, my father was a fixer of things, and I was too. I wanted to be a mechanic. I love working on dirt bikes and engines. I like to fix stuff. So I like to take things apart and see how they tick and put them back together. That's how I was wired as a kid. Right. So I like that. Now I did it in business. But when I went through this event and it finally it touched our family, I said to myself, I'm going to fix this. Why not? And I'm going to go on a quest for information and search for knowledge. And I did. And within a couple of years, I came across New England Grassroots Institute by, by synchronicity, if you will. So prior to, to losing him, you were, you were already heavy into the cannabis thing. But it, it, no, you were, you were growing? No? Not at that time. No. Oh, okay. So on and off. That's what I was trying 30, to see how much this, yeah. you know, you went from, you completely did a one. So on and off for 30 years, you grow. And growers that are watching this that are long term, they know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You'll do, you know, a couple yeah. year session, two, three years, and you, you need a break, yeah. right? And it's not like you're doing it. You're doing it for just growing for yourself and right. a few friends, you know. And there's others that might do it to try to help supplement their rent. I don't know. Uh, but regardless, Joe Dalton didn't tell you to do shit. I didn't tell you to do shit. I don't give legal <laughs> advice. I'm not a doctor. I don't give medical right. advice. But I play one on TV, though. <laughs> I, didn't show to, uh, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just wanted yeah. wanted to see where, you know, I mean, where. So the- what, I, what I did was is I always said back in my uh, teens, late teens and into my early 20s, I always had a saying that I said to all my friends that, you know, the cannabis as I was smoking, I called it the cure-all. 
I just always instinctually knew, and there's a lot of you that are watching this and have seen this cast, you know what I mean is that you know it's a cure-all because you just feel good, you feel right. Yep. You know, you take other substances, you don't always feel right. You might nope. feel good, but you just don't feel right. right. Yeah. You know it's not right. So in my heart of hearts, I said, I'm going to go back and study this because you come across information on the Internet and you say, wow, the healing benefits. Like I ran into uh, Rick Simpson online and Phoenix Tears. These are websites you can look. When you Google it, you'll find all sorts of resources now. And I started to do the research and I came across this school and I said right away, I couldn't get my money out fast enough to take their eight-week course. And I went through it. When I got there, I initially went into figuring I was going to learn to grow this medicine myself. Right. I was going to grow it. And I got there, and that's what I thought about. Okay, when are we going to start germinating seeds and growing <coughs> some weed here? Mm -hmm. And that's what I wanted to get into. And I was like, in the first day, we were talking about history 5,000 years ago. And I'm like, but, but when are we going to start growing weed? And very shortly, I started to get the idea of, wait a minute, I can't come up here to grow it until I understand why you know you're growing it but what for right so when you go back in history you start to understand what they used to use it for and now you go okay now I get it and then they went into okay why did it become illegal what mm -hmm. caused that then okay what's the current law okay good now let's talk about growing it okay see that's the right progression right right do it correctly know how to do it lawfully and legally correctly then now you've grown this these great goodies mm -hmm. right what can you do with it well, of course you can smoke it you can vaporize it so we teach harm reduction what's the best methods of ingestion what's the best methods of intake me personally i stopped burning a long time ago i'm not knocking it some people just prefer the burn right. i personally will only vaporize it because it's healthier on my lungs it's Less harmful, so harm reduction. Only if it's not or, only if it's organic too. Only for me personally. I mean, I don't. I don't <laughs> begrudge anybody growing if they flush it correctly. You're still gonna have trace residual uh, compounds of those synthetic. Well, I'll tell you uh, what. It you tastes know. good. Yeah, and when you go all organic, you're just you're just bringing the tawar from the soil or the the environment. That's what it means. You're pulling it into the plant because remember, it's a bioaccumulator. It accumulates whatever it comes in contact right. with. It brings it in. So if you're just feeding it, if you're doing a no-till, you know, grow and you're just all organic and, you know, there are going to be some products you're going to use that aren't 100%, but they're 90% organic. Right. You know? So you're always looking to reduce the harm to your body. And as you guys are younger than I am, you know, that's why I think we'll touch different age groups with this message is I'm in my 50s. And when I was in my teens and my 20s and 30s and, you know, in probably up around my 40s, I started to wake up and say, you know, I need to... I can't be riding dirt bikes like I used to, you know, riding hard. Because when you crash, when you, as you get older, all of a sudden you, you say, oh, man, I didn't heal that fast. When yeah, you're younger yeah, and you right. bounced and you bumped, you know, and tumbled, you could get up and get back to work. No big deal. Now you start to realize, you know what, I need to take care of the vessel, the body that gets me around, you right. know, like the car you drive. So, yeah, so then there's a million different purposes from rec to medicinal to the stuff here to everything everything hey you can you can build your house with it you can make clothes with it you could fuel your vehicle with it uh you could clean the Where air you with build it. your house with it hemp 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 crete and hemp wood press board okay and most houses now are all particle wood that's yeah. just chips of wood yeah. pressed together with some glue and yeah, some chemicals most, most houses now are built like shit yeah 
So you can you anything that you can make with petrochemical and oil, you can make with hemp. That's the message. But you can't control something that the creator made. When when your creator made that, man can't say that's mine and I'm going to patent it. Can't right. do it because you didn't create it. The creator did. So man makes something. He Facts. goes, now, now I can put a patent on it and it's mine. Pharmaceuticals and right. I mean all of it. Petrochemical. Absolutely. You're 100% correct in that regard. And do you have any questions, Bobby? No. No. You look like you're taking in a lot. Your neck hurt or what's going My on? My neck's killing me right now. I'm dying inside. All right. Just trying to put dying. some salve on. This will help. I'm trying to like hold it together. Put some of that stuff on. Let's see. Yeah. Put it to the test. I'll put it to the test. It'll, you know, 15, 20 minutes. It'll start to. We'll come back next week and review it. Let me know how it worked. Yeah. You're going to call me like two hours from now. Yeah. Like, it feels Dude, I just went outside and built a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I mean, yeah. I think that's probably good for this session. Yeah, awesome. I hey, appreciate having uh, you guys having me out again. It was awesome. I always love to come in. Hey, you know, what I really like to do before we go though. What's that? Can I show you a couple pictures of my kids? Yeah, absolutely. Everybody likes to see a picture of your kids, right? Why not? Right. That's what we do here too. It's not all about. Oh wait, is it? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Just kidding. Oh, let's try to get the shine. Oh yeah. So this. This is a picture of a cultivar I developed uh, as a breeder. This is the low kush, and this is one of the uh, the phenos that came out. It's also right here. Yeah, this is the big one that we showed earlier that was in the sea vault. But when you look at it, you can see, I mean, just the, I don't know how well we can get this on that screen. If you can see the resin that's on that, those are the trichomes that we were building up. So that phenotype actually really did well. And then we continue to work it. And then uh, here's another one. This is uh, this is one that Mike Fitzgerald grew. This one is absolutely stunning. You know what I'll believe. do, Joe? Is I'll take a picture of those and I'll yep. put layer the picture over them. So that'd be great. So this is a Sirius Six. Absolutely beautiful. I mean, just look at that. You look at the pictures that that uh, you're gonna put into the into the video. They're just fantastic. So. Those are my kids. This one's not mine. This is. I'd love to adopt this kid, though. Oh, I'll adopt you in a second. Oh man, it's getting personal. It is. Hey, cannabis is a spiritual thing. That it is. Thanks so, for having yeah. me out again, guys. Anytime, Joe. We uh, we always love. That's why I'm out of the right. shot. He, he's applying. He's a, yeah, he is. Um, he's applying his medication, topicals. The roots heal. So thanks for having us, guys. Thanks for coming on. We'd love to learn. Talk soon. Thanks for coming on, man. Take care.